What's going on, all my podcast listeners? See Jizzle and the Wizzle. I think it's um, November 18th now. Got about a week, maybe a little less than for Thanksgiving. And um, it's kind of a late night tonight. <clears throat> Long story short, it's two in the morning where I'm at. I just decided this would be, you know, I've kind of been online looking at shit and whatnot, and I've kind of been procrastinating on making this podcast, so just be lucky you're getting a podcast tonight. I've been trying to um, do podcasts a lot more, a lot more um, frequently than what I have been. There was one time where I didn't make one for like two weeks. But, um, anywho, I feel like some things need to be talked about, and the first thing I'd like to say is I have good news for a change. My mother, (coughs) she had went in for tests, long story short, and they found three growths that were on her lung. And so she she went back in and got another test done called a PET scan, a PET scan, to see if it was cancerous. And if she did have cancer, what level of cancer she had. She went and got the test done, and they just notified her today that she doesn't have cancer. So it's good news. I told her, you know, stop worrying herself to death because there's a chance that it couldn't be, it could just be growths, you know. So, that was a relief to me. The thing that isn't a relief to me is the fact that I'm still stuck working the same shithole job. And I thought... When I left my last job, and then I got another one, that this was going to be the icing on the cake. I thought this one was going to be good. 16 an hour sounded good. I thought, oh, how hard can it be just making pizzas? Hmm. Well, when everybody else around you doesn't like to do their job, and you have to do your job and everybody else's job, it gets pretty fucking tiring. Not to mention that minimum wage here where I live, <clears throat> like I've discussed in the past, is going to be going up to $15 an hour on January 15th. That's, that's damn near like two months from now. Everybody's going to be getting paid $15 an hour, whether you flip burgers, whether you're scooping horse shit, Minimum wage fifteen. I make sixteen now. Minimum wage is twelve fifty an hour. And <clears throat> there's people that I work with that, oh, you make sixteen dollars an hour. Blah blah blah. I only make such and such. Well, it's not. You know, as of right now, I guess yeah, it's a lot better than making twelve fifty. But like I told them, it's not gonna last long. <clears throat> and when I'm getting 
40 hours a week and then I get knocked down to 30, that's 10 hours a week out of my pocket. That's 40 hours a month that I'm getting just taken away. For no reason, no reason. Because one of the team leaders that we used to have, he, he basically quit. He's only working Saturdays. So <clears throat> there's no reason why I shouldn't be getting more hours. I should be getting all his hours and then some. There should be overtime for me and other people to pick up. So, And not only do I keep getting railroaded and short end of the stick. <clears throat> damn. Got a frog in my throat. But, you know, like, I work tomorrow and then I got a day off. But then I got to work... Uh, two morning shifts after that. It's usually Sundays and Mondays. And I fucking hate that. I hate, you know, flip-flop schedules. Even though there's a day in between, it still fucks with you. <coughs> it still fucks with you. You go from sleeping in the daytime to sleeping at nighttime to sleeping in the daytime again. It, it just really gets to you after a while. After, you know... Uh, having a fucked up sleep schedule from working at the gas station for like nine years straight. Uh, I don't know. It seems like it doesn't take much now for me to get worn down. And I've only been there for like, I don't know, six months. And within the past few months, I've been getting so worn down, it's not even funny. It's crazy to sit there and think that I've been working at that pizza place for six months. <clears throat> but it's been paying the bills, and it's more money than I would have gotten at other places. So I continue to stick with it. That being said, like I said, she's, she's cutting my hours back ten hours a week, but yet still expecting me... To work two morning shifts a week that she doesn't want to work because those are her days off. And she wants to use me as her little puppet, I guess is the easiest way to explain it. If she wants to call off a day, she'll be like, hey, do you want to pick up a shift? Because she knows that I only have 30 hours, right? Or if somebody calls off one day and they don't show up because they're sick... She can call me up and say, hey, you want to work a shift? <clears throat> and I think that's ridiculous. I don't think it should be that way because, like I said before, she has the hours to give me. All right. And she's just choosing not to. <clears throat> so it's a slap in my face. So when you call me up and say, hey, do you want to cover this shift? Or, hey, do you want to pick up this shift? No. Because you should have already given me that shift to begin with. And, you know, uh, so there's just that, and then there's, <clears throat> you know, her scheduling is fucked up a lot of times. So whenever I'm there, I've got to have a pretty decent team.
you know, I, I have to have at least three people. You know, me running the cut table, someone running the make table, and someone doing dishes and shit. If you just got two people there, it, it's even hard a lot of times with three people. I'm going to tell you that. But there's been days where she's known that such and such person couldn't work, and she scheduled them anyways, and then we were down one person. She doesn't care because she doesn't have to work the shit. And it makes my job twice as hard. <clears throat> I've got to do twice as much shit. I've got to work twice as fast. I've got to pick up slack just because she fucked up the schedule and she doesn't know how to be a good manager. And I'm already doing... I should be getting paid $18 an hour right now instead of 16 for the amount of bullshit that I got to put up with and the amount of stress. You really don't know how many pizzas can come out of one oven in a night <clears throat> it's crazy sometimes I don't even get time to leave the cut table to go to the bathroom I have to hold it and hold it and hold it meanwhile I got people that are trying to come in and get carry out orders I'm like well you're going to have to wait Like earlier today, I had uh, orders coming out of the oven, and somebody pulled up, and I'm thinking, oh, great, they got a carryout order. I can get some of this shit out of my warmer, and I can go back to cutting pizzas. So I go over there and ask them what the name is, and they're like, oh, we haven't ordered yet. We want to place an order. Now, <laughs> first of all, I told them, well, you're going to have to wait because I got pizzas coming out of the oven. And they kind of looked at me crazy. And I closed the door on them. Closed the drive through window on them. Now, first of all, like I said, when it's two people there, one's making pizzas and one's cutting them, you can't really be sitting there fucking taking people's orders and shit. Second of all, they have an app that you can get on Pizza Hut and order whatever you want online. Or, they could have fucking parked their fucking lazy ass car and came around through the lobby in order to carry out. But instead, they want to come to the pickup window, which it specifically says over the top, pickup. It doesn't say pickup and carry out. So anywho... You got these people that they just don't understand that there's only two people running the show inside even when it comes to the DoorDash drivers or customers coming in and picking up shit <clears throat> I'll tell them well I'll be with you in a couple minutes and it might be three to five minutes or whatever it might even be seven minutes but the thing is I can't just leave pizzas falling all over the floor And so, what she should be doing is hiring somebody as a customer service rep to answer the phones, to deal with carry-out orders. And she hired this one stupid-ass young kid who just wants to be there for a paycheck. And she's doing everything wrong by the book. 
She's handing people their food before she's even cashed them out. She's handing people their food and not cashing them out at all. And it's just crazy. <clears throat> she's sitting over there in the corner talking, t texting on her phone, talking to the other worker that's sitting down in the corner on the chair. I'm like, dude, you guys don't get to sit down on the corner. If I don't get to sit down and have a break for eight hours, you motherfuckers don't get to have a break. They're over there chatting it up, gallivanting, having a good time. And that's what puts us behind. <clears throat> so, anywho. I've told her about this shit. I've told her about such and such's performance. Her excuse is, oh, he's new. So, he can be lazy because he's new. I told her, it's no excuse just because he's new that he can't fill up the pizza sauce, fill up his toppings and his cheese. You know, there's no reason why he should, if he's off at four, there's no reason why he shouldn't tell me that he's got orders on the screen and just walk out like he's done in the past. <clears throat> most, most people would get the orders done and then walk out. This kid will just walk out and leave fucking six to ten orders on the screen. And not tell nobody shit. And I'm tired of it. You know, like I said, I tell her shit. She's like, well, you gotta deal with it if I gotta deal with shit. And I'm like, dude, that's not the way it works. Even my coworker tonight, we got fucked. We got fucked on the whole gig, you know. And my co co-worker tonight said the same thing. Just because she says she's got to deal with things doesn't mean that we have to deal with things. And tonight, she had us... She wanted us to do this cleaning list, long story short. The shit should have been done by them earlier in the day. But since they stood around, talked, and, you know, sat on their phones all day... She thought that, long story short, we were going to be able to get all her cleaning shit done and what we were supposed to get done. Didn't happen. I mean, for the most part, shit, shit got cleaned and whatnot, but we didn't get the whole cleaning list done. And there's a reason why. You don't try to put, as a manager, you don't try to put 20 fucking cleaning tasks on one shift in one evening. You break it up. And you, and you say, hey, Clayton, uh, or hey, Jim, or hey, Cheyenne, do one of you want to come in and do some cleaning tasks one day to pick up some hours? Maybe even for a few hours. You don't even have to be here for eight hours. And then one person can do it one day. Next person can do it another day. Instead of waiting till the last minute and leaving it all up to one shift. And the nighttime has way more orders than the daytime. They probably had a total of like 40 tickets the whole day from 11 o'clock until 4 or 5. And so, you know, we had twice as many orders 
we had 80 plus orders because we had 100 tickets. No, so we had 120 tickets. So, yeah, we had 60 orders. They had 40 orders. And we got done more cleaning tasks than what they got done. You know, they didn't have wings portioned. They didn't have sauce cups made. They, uh, there was a lot of shit that they could have done. Simple, easy things that they could have done that they just, I knew that they didn't do anything all day because they weren't done. Things like the fryer baskets. Now, whenever I come in in the morning, there's four fryer baskets. Usually, I clean two of them. As soon as I get in there, I turn the proofer on and I start cleaning those. That way they can dry out. After they're dry, <clears throat> by 11 o'clock, if somebody orders some wings, then I can use those two. But then I go back and I clean the other two fryer baskets and get them in the dishwasher and make sure that those start drying. That way, by 12, 1, whatever, in an hour, if we got a lot of wings coming through, we can use it. Well, these motherfuckers didn't even have all four baskets cleaned by 5 o'clock. Which means, like I said, they stood around, they didn't do a fucking thing. <clears throat> the tray that's supposed to be over at the chicken area to keep it sanitary and keep, you know, crumbs and stuff. The tray wasn't over there all day long. And I'm like, where the fuck is the chicken tray? It's just a big, long metal aluminum tray that really thin and it sits on top of the like a baking sheet and I knew that if that wasn't sprayed off and put over there then they didn't do a fucking thing it doesn't take but two minutes to spray it off, clean it off take it over there and put it back so so when she hands us this cleaning list well she hands me the cleaning list or tells me about it she says so me and Cheyenne have done our cleaning task you guys need to get yours done tonight and, again, if she would have me working with two days off a week instead of three, and had other people coming in and doing cleaning, because there's one person that works there, her name's Tiffany, and she fucking, long story short, she'll call off all the time, and she always asks her... If she can have like four days off in a row. There for the longest time. She was getting four days off in a row. Four days off in a row. And it's because they're best friends. For one. That's why she got away with it. They're best friends. But if it was anybody else. She wouldn't give them four days off in a row. There for the longest time. She wouldn't even give me two days off in a row. I was always off Tuesdays and Saturdays, or, you know, Thursdays and Saturdays. It was never Thursday, Friday, or Monday, Tuesday. And here lately, she's been giving me a couple days off in a row here and there, but she's also been giving me a day later in the week off, or two days later in the week off. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't really care. I'm at the point where... 30 hours is 30 hours. And that's basically what it all boils down to. 
and I'm not happy with that, so I'm going to be looking elsewhere. There was a co-worker of mine that was supposed to quit, he put in his two weeks, Kyle, me and him started at the same time. <clears throat> He's a good worker, I like him, he came from Head West Sub Shop, and He's great. I like working with him. Um, anywho, he was going to quit. And the fact that he didn't, uh, she said earlier today, I'm so glad that he didn't quit on me. And I thought, well, you better be fucking lucky if I don't quit on you. And if, you know, something comes around for him, he's going to quit on you too. Something comes around for Tiffany. She's going to quit on you too. So you have no loyalty whatsoever when it comes down to it. Because you don't give you don't give people what they deserve. If she was to keep my hours the way that we discussed because when I first showed up there she asked me how how many hours do you want to work a week? And I said, "Oh, 35 hours or so, maybe 40." And so she's went completely against that. She would have left my hours alone and she would have talked to me maybe about a raise, which like I said, I've been there for six months and there's no reason why I shouldn't have a raise. But I already know how that goes. And so from what I'm hearing, She's cutting people's hours because if she keeps her labor down beneath a certain threshold, she gets a bonus. So, from what I hear, that's what's going on. She, cut, she keeps the, the labor hours down, she gets a bonus. I don't give a fuck about that. I want my bills paid. I don't give a fuck about your little bonus or anything that you've got planned. She gets 50 hours a week. And half the time that she's there, she's standing up at the computer on her fucking phone. So, I gotta get out of there. I got to find another job. Right now, like I said, it's paying the bills. But it's barely doing that at this point. I've got to pay for my own groceries. Christmas time's coming up. I've got to buy a van after that, you know, and the money that I'm getting isn't enough. It really isn't. Especially when everything's gone up in price, inflation and everything's gone up, and you want to give me pretty much part-time hours. I mean, 30 hours to me is part-time. Anything that's 30 hours and below is part-time. So... She's got the game all messed up. And as soon as I do find another job that pays me what I need to be paid, that's going to give me the hours that I need, she's fucked. She's done. She's over. Finito. So, you know, 
for now. I gotta kind of deal with it, suck it up, and like I said, I gotta work tomorrow until 12.30, probably later, probably later, probably more like 1, 1.30, who fucking knows. We were supposed to be out of there at 10 o'clock tonight. We didn't get out of there until 11.30, yeah, so... There are nights where we get out of there 15 minutes after, and there's nights that we get out of there an hour and a half later. And I don't, I don't understand, except, you know, like tonight, I wanted to clean the fryers and get my counts done and everything, get my paperwork done at like 8 o'clock. But it just never happened, because orders kept coming in, and they kept coming in, and they kept coming in. And so, in the future, the only thing that I can think to fix that is to just stop what I'm doing, prioritize shit, and say, fuck, you know, this, I need to do that. I could have had the fryer cleaned, and I could have had my critical count done and everything before 9 o'clock came around. And then I could have used that last hour clean up, help with dishes, and stuff like that, so, it's a learning experience, I could have done things better, but at the same time, we had a lot of fucking orders still coming through, all the way up until the time we were about to close, so, another thing is, it's been really cold lately, uh, I've been riding my bike to work, uh, and, there's been a couple times where I've caught the bus to go get groceries because I don't have a lock for my bike and uh, so long story short the other night I went to go get groceries and I caught a bus out there well, let's let's rewind let's rewind before that because about a few days before that I caught a bus um, that was supposed to go to the dollar store that was over by my mom's house, and it took me to a completely different dollar store. So I had to get off, and the closest place that he would let me off, I had to walk another probably 10, 15 minutes. So the bus ride was pointless, and I could have just saved 45 minutes of riding around town for nothing. And so... Then when I just got on the bus, like yesterday or the day before, I got all the way the fuck out there. It was cold as fuck. Sun had already went down. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go to this dollar store out here and pick up some more snacks and different stuff. And so I catch the bus out there. But time that I caught the bus out there it was just around about the time when it was going to switch from daytime to nighttime service and that's like there's a whole hour in between so when the bus has stopped running at um, five o'clock or whatever it takes a whole hour maybe an hour and a half for that bus to get back around to where you were at before they go downtown and in their their route so 
at 5.22 was whenever I um, was at the bus stop ready to be picked up. I remember looking down and seeing 5.22. And I called the bus company uh, automated hotline bullshit. And it said that the next bus wouldn't be around until 6.39. Which means I wouldn't have got home until like 7. It'd, pre- it'd probably be like 7.10, 7.15. Because I'd have to walk from the bus station to my house. and So I thought 5.22 all the way till 7, 7.15. I might as well just walk. Because it's like a 45 minute walk. At the most. So that's what I did. And I got home at like 6 o'clock. A little after 6. The bus wasn't going to come for a whole another 40 minutes, and I was already home. And it was so cold out there that I said, if I would have stayed out there, if I would have waited for that bus for a whole hour, I would have had frostbite. That's how, I mean, it was almost that cold, and I didn't have two layers of socks on. My toes were already cold just by walking home. Um, but I thought, if I had to sit out here for another... 40 minutes or whatever, I would have fucking probably have frostbite. Mm. That's some good weed. So, I'm, I'm getting used to the winter weather. It's been, um, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of been a shock at first, just dealing with it, dealing with having rheumatoid and my joints and everything, um, the wind blowing in your face when it's 20 degrees at night on the ride home, kind of sucks, I'm not going to lie, but um, I've been doing this for like 8 years, probably more, probably more like 10 years and um, it's the same thing every year it's you gotta there's something deep down inside of you in your soul that well for me anyways that says fuck it you gotta do it suck it up buttercup stop being a little bitch you're only gonna be cold for 40 minutes or 30 minutes you know get the fuck home and after that then you can warm up and that's pretty much all. You know, a lot of people would sit there and cry and whine about it. And, oh, I don't want to have to ride home. And blah, blah, blah. To me, it's... There for the longest time, I said, oh, I must be cold-blooded. But <laughs> I know that's not true. Um, this year has probably been the hardest for me because of my joints and everything... And, like I said, I I can remember a few years ago or so where I I held heat a lot more. I retained heat. It was easy for me to make body heat. And now it seems like I'm an old man or something. Like, I can't barely... My hands are always cold. My joints are always stiff. And I'm trying to 
adapt. We're trying to find a way to make that better. Um, of course, keeping wearing gloves that are good is a good way um, to help with that because, like I said, the cold with your joints, it, it's just going to make stiff joints. So the more that you can keep it insulated against the winter, the better. So I went to the dollar store to try to find some gloves, and they didn't have any fucking gloves. I'm like, what kind of Dollar General doesn't have some gloves? So I got to look in, and they had these little cloth piece of crap, you know, three fifty for two pair, you know, one one of them has some rubber grips on one side, but I was like, fuck it. I bought them. It's better than not having anything. And, uh, so I thought, well, why don't I put one pair of them on and then put the other pair on over the top? And they work like a fucking champ. One, one of the warmest, cheapest pair of gloves that I've ever had in my life. For three fifty. I like them. I like them a lot. I mean, it's not Under Armour or anything like that, but... It keeps my hands pretty fucking toasty, even when the wind's blowing. They said it felt like it was 20 degrees earlier, and I couldn't really tell. I mean, my hands weren't cold, so my face was cold as a fucking ice cube. <laughs> so that's my, my next um, thing, my next investment. Well, I mean, I have a, I have a balaclava. I have a face mask that I can use. I need to wash it and try to use it, but it's really uncomfortable to use <clears throat> because it bunches up and it gets all sweaty and hot. And I don't know, but I definitely want my face protected. It's gonna be really fucking cold. I can already feel it this winter, and. I'm glad we're not living in Buffalo right now. Buffalo, New York has already seen 10 inches of snow. 10 inches. And it's still fucking going. I looked at the radar earlier. Buffalo is getting hammered right now. Hammered. Same thing with like Syracuse. Out west a little bit. Or out east. Um... They're getting fucking hammered. This is, yeah, this is like walking in a winter weather wonderland to them. Ten inches. At first they were kind of panicking when they got like three or four. <clears throat> now it's almost like a snow emergency. It's crazy. And I'm just glad that it didn't hit us. It was supposed to come down from Chicago... And it was supposed to hit the Great Lakes and all this, but it's really, it hit the Great Lakes, but it's been blowing to the east the whole time. The wind pattern hasn't changed for like the past two, three days. So, if it does shift and it does blow down south, it's going to hit us. People keep telling me that 
oh, I need to get a motorized bicycle, and all this other shit, get an electric moped, and all this. And an electric bike, or an electric moped, for a decent one, it's like two grand, or more. And, like I said, you can get the ones for like a thousand or twelve hundred, but they're crap. And, so, to get one with decent battery, and decent motors on it, and all that, good quality is going to be at least two grand and so for me to spend two grand I can get a Honda Monkey gas powered bike but I'd have to get my motorcycle license they are pretty heavy though and I mean they're not too heavy they're like probably 200 pounds they're not light enough to carry upstairs and I live somewhere where it's not in the greatest area and I have to carry it upstairs so that's not going to be a viable option but it would be awesome <clears throat> be fast enough to get to work and be cheap on gas it would be really fun to use and so I don't see myself spending the money to get an electric bike because it's too much money when I can get a gas powered one but I can't see myself getting a gas powered one because it's too heavy for me to carry up the stairs it's a catch-22 so if I was living with maybe some family members or somewhere in a better neighborhood where I could store it you know I could kinda leave it over there use it whenever I wanted to use it or if I was living in my van, I could park my van out front of their place and take my my bike to work and come back with it. Instead of using the gas in my van, hauling all that weight and everything around. You know, it takes more gas to haul a van that's packed full of shit than it does to take a little Honda 100cc or 125cc motorbike around and they have this other one called a trail 125 and it's about the same price um, but it's really cool because the transmission is like um, semi-automatic and it's really hard to explain but pretty much you it's got buttons where you go from first gear second gear third gear fourth gear and you can ride in any of them you can leave the stoplight in third gear it's going to kind of take a little bit longer to get up to speed but um, it's a lot more dependable uh, it's called the Trail 125 from Honda so I thought about that I've been thinking about shit in the long run and uh, I've been thinking about van life and shit and what I'm gonna need to get started and uh, it's it's kind of like I know that I what I need to do and I know I need to get there but it's gonna be kind of difficult to do with the job that I have so um, with that being said I should just buy the van if I can find one if I can save up enough money 
uh, it's going to be really difficult to find one that's not rusted out, that doesn't have high mileage, and that they don't want over three or four grand for. Especially nowadays that everybody wants to live van life. So it's going to be very hard, especially where I live. They have a lot of work vans and shit, but they're all rusted out. So even if I got to live in it for just a couple years and save up the money, you know, I don't have to put that much money into the inside. I can just build a, a bed up off the floor and the main thing that's going to cost the most money is the battery for the jackery system for me to have power on the inside of the van and I said this before you know when you live where it's really cold outside you can't store a battery under freezing conditions so you have to have a place to store it and like its own little cabinet somewhere up off the floor away from the cold and you have to have an insulated cabinet where you can buy a reptile heating mat that plugs in that's USB and you can plug it into your Jackery battery and put it underneath of it and it'll keep itself warm that Jackery battery will keep itself at 68 degrees or whatever you know because the reptile mat has a thermostat on it you know whatever you want to set it to 72 degrees it's going to stay 72 degrees in that little cabinet so and like I said your Jackery is going to use a little bit of power you know while you're at work it's going to be drawing power the whole time using that little but it's not going to draw a lot and it's going to be it's going to have to you know you're going to have to do it to keep to keep your battery alive now once you get in there you know you've you've done uh, clocked out for the day and you've turned on your propane heaters and stuff like that your wood stove or whatever you've got and you get that uh, ambient temperature up to temp then yeah you can take that heating pad out from underneath of it but <clears throat> it's just really safe idea to do because like I said if you just try and do it with with none of that it's gonna end very badly and you just you just wasted like two thousand three thousand dollars so I can tell you from experience that you don't want to store batteries in the cold a lot of people don't think about that when they're thinking about start van life they're not thinking about a head like that um, propane tanks and stuff like that if you're using a propane heating system and it's freezing outside you're not going to be able to just get into your van and start up your propane heater with a frozen tank okay so you're going to have to have a wood stove 
to bring it up to temperature or you're going to have to have a diesel heater to bring your cabin up to temperature before you can use any propane or any cooking gas because like I said 32 degrees 20 degrees outside that propane gas is going to be frozen it's just not going to work so you got to think ahead and same thing within the summertime you got to think ahead with ventilation keeping the mosquitoes out you got to get custom fit bug screens for your sliding doors and your back door and you got to hope and pray that when you leave your front windows cracked that nobody tries to break into your shit hopefully you park in a pretty decent area thing I always say is if you carry bear spray with you and you have a pretty good light system and a camera system on your rig you don't have to worry about anybody now if you bear spray somebody and they're still a problem <laughs> then you can pull out a gun on them I guess I mean in many other states um, depending on where you live you can definitely pull a gun on somebody if they're trying to kill you or threaten you or Texas is one state that doesn't play around They got that stand your ground law and shit. Texas don't play around. And I like that. I like that because it minimizes all the bullshit. You know, if you think about it, they got their problems with immigration and everything, but for the most part, Texas um, is a pretty solid state. They got Dallas, they got Fort Worth, they got Houston. Austin, you know, a whole bunch of different big cities, Galveston, and a lot of them, yeah, they have their crime and everything, but like I said, with the stand your ground law there, the open carry law and shit, there's a lot less crime there than people would expect. I mean, Chicago is just going fucking rampant right now, and you have to have a void card just to be somebody like me that wants to have a gun to protect themselves I think that's crazy it's unlawful it's unconstitutional it's crazy so that's the only reason why I haven't gotten a gun yet is because I don't want to fold in and give in to the fucking people that give them all my information and everything just to have a constitutional protected right to be able to carry a gun it's everybody's fucking right it doesn't say in the constitution that you have the right to bear arms if you fucking take a class or if you get a license it does not say that and that's what I have a problem with is it clearly states in the law that everybody has the right to bear arms. So, for me to give in and pay $100 and take my photo and get a background check and all that, that violates my civil rights to be able to have 
a gun in the first place. So, I don't know. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. And if I was to register my gun in this state, and then let's say I want to move to South Dakota, and I have to take my gun and re-register it in another fucking state, which most nine times out of ten, most other states don't have a FOID card system. Illinois and California are the only two, I do believe, maybe New York, that has that. And it's stupid. It's like, oh, we made it to keep guns out of criminals' hands. But you got people that are still buying guns off the black market that are stolen. They're getting it just like just like weed. You know, people are going to get their weed, whether it's off the streets or whether it's from a dispensary. Whether it's the legal way or whether it's the illegal way, people are going to get it regardless. They've been doing it for years that way. Criminals don't go to fucking Walmart or Dick's Sporting Goods or Gander Mountain or Shields. They don't go out and buy fucking guns and give their information and shit. They get it from some fucking guy over in the ghetto that it's stolen. It's got the serial number fucking scratched off of it. And until you crack down on those fucking fools, until you take... All the fucking guns that are stolen off the streets, it's never going to end. It's never going to end. And when you find, when they do find people who have these guns that, oh, he's gotten caught with three guns that are stolen, they just give them a slap on the wrist. They give them such and such time that they gotta serve. No. It, w- it would be, you tell me where the fuck you got these guns from, or you're not getting out of prison. That's how it works. And then they, they, you know, I mean, you gotta fight fire with fire. You can't expect to be soft on these on these people. Ten years or whatever is nothing for somebody to go in and do ten years. They get out on good time, blah, blah, blah. What you tell them is, you fucking tell me where you got these guns from. You show me exactly where you got these from or you're not getting out of prison. Period. Staying here for life, for all we care. Until we start getting the guns off the streets, we don't give a fuck. People like me, that legally buy guns, you know, it's different. You go and you have the cops go to somebody's house, like my house, and all my guns are registered, I've got four or five of them. But if you go to some drug dealer's house, he's got... Ten of them that have all the serial numbers scratched off and none of them are registered. He should be doing some serious fucking time. The justice system is so fucked up over here, it's crazy. There was a guy that had an attempted murder charge. And I seen a video on YouTube. And he only got, what was it, five years? Something like that? Five years for attempted murder? That's crazy. And I think it was with a handgun or something. Absolutely bananas. Somebody can get five years for attempted murder. And 
you know, the cash bail system in Illinois is different now, so you can get out with no bail with attempted murder. Now, murder is different, but attempted murder, you can get out with no bail. That's fucking bananas. The craziest part is looking back at my DUI case that I fought, well, what they tried to get me on a DUI case, the one that I fought for nine months, looking back at that, it was, let's let's make a deal. That's the whole fucking encounter, was let's make a deal. It was, we're going to try and get you on this, but... You know, whenever I would tell them, no, 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 I'm not accepting that, then it would be like, well, okay, let's go back to the drawing board and we'll give you this. Well, no, I'm not going to accept that either. Okay, well, what about this? You know, and it was, it was a really, it was a really, what's the word I'm looking for? They were trying to find some, some kind of money that they could have made off me. And they knew that I had all my eggs in one basket, right? They thought that they had me by the balls, and then I turned around and had them by the balls. And then they wanted to kind of make a deal. And I was like, no, I'm not going to make a deal with you guys. I'm going to fucking take this shit to trial. And then whenever I get non-guilty, I'm going to sue the fuck out of the state. Because you have no evidence, you have no chemical evidence, you have no physical evidence, you have no witnesses, you have nothing, and I'm going to sue the fuck out of you. Because the jury in this trial is going to side with me. So, and they knew that. They knew it. And so that's how I got off. I mean, it, it's like playing a game of chess. Whenever it comes down to the legal system. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, or... You know, I've got you by the balls and you have no other option. That's the only way to play the legal system. So, I try telling people this, that all it takes is somebody with some brains. And, you know, because, let's be real. I've, I've been in situations in the courts where I don't have money for lawyers, you know. I don't have money for bail or whatever. I fight that shit the legal way. And the only legal way to do that is re doing your research because I'm, I'm going to keep it real. For the first fucking month that I fought that court case, I was up day and night, day and night, day and night. I got no sleep whatsoever. And I started researching and finding out that you could do, you could represent yourself. You didn't need a lawyer. And then I started learning about court procedures and and motions and what you can do to find evidence that they have and whatnot. And it was just a crazy experience for nine months. I mean, I could probably go to law school right now and ace it. Anywho, it's snowing right now. 
I got my window open with the fan blowing out. Because I've been smoking. And um, it's fucking snowing outside. I'm looking out there in the street light right now. It's blowing from the west, northwest. And it's fucking snowing. That's crazy. I'm hoping it's not going to snow too hard. Because I've got to work tomorrow in the evening. But, anywho, this podcast is getting pretty long. It's getting almost to the point where i got to end it. So, I'll probably make another one. And I know I said that last time. But, yeah, I think I might make one more. I've got a few more beers to drink in there, I think. And, uh, I'm going to eat some food after that. And then I'm going to end up crashing, calling it a night. But I think, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about, but I think I need to make one more podcast. So, I know we got a few more minutes left on this one. (laughs) I know something I'm going to talk about next podcast. So yeah, I mean... I know that I've got so much more potential than than what I'm doing right now. I know that this is just kind of getting by, and I could be so much happier with a lot less stress if I was just out there living in a van, seeing shit, doing shit. I can have a pet. I can have either a cat or a dog with me. I can't have that here. I can't have a dog or a cat here. I can't see shit here, there's nothing to do here, you know, I'm stuck being a slave, working the same job, in the same spot, in the same shithole, and I need to, I need to branch out, you know, and so I've been thinking about this for a long time now, for about three years, probably, um, I think this might be going on my third year, I don't know, but shit's gotta change, really got to change in order for me to better myself and get ahead it's got to change I can't just keep throwing away $650 to a fucking landlord that doesn't want to do shit so anywho I'm going to end this podcast where it is till the next one keep it real see Jizzle and the Wizzle signing out deuces